Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's time for Justice Matters with former federal prosecutor and MSNBC analyst Glenn Kirchner. Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas is facing intense scrutiny after accepting luxury gifts and real estate from a billionaire GOP donor. Will he face justice for breaking the law? Here's Glenn. So friends, let me try to say this as clearly and directly as I can. Clarence Thomas robbed the American people of our right to a conflict-free Supreme Court. Here's the new reporting by ProPublica. Headline, Billionaire Harlan Crow bought property from Clarence Thomas. The justice didn't disclose the deal. And that article begins, In 2014, one of Texas billionaire Harlan Crow's companies purchased a string of properties on a quiet residential street in Savannah, Georgia. It wasn't a marquee acquisition for the real estate magnet, just an old single-story home and two vacant lots down the road. What made it noteworthy were the people on the other side of the deal, Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas and his relatives. The transaction marks the first known instance of money flowing from the Republican mega-donor to the Supreme Court Justice. The Crow Company bought the properties for $133,363 from three co-owners, Thomas, his mother, and the family of Thomas's late brother, according to a state tax document and a deed dated October 15, 2014, filed at the Chatham County Courthouse. The purchase put Crow in an unusual position he now owned the house where the justice's elderly mother was living. Soon after the sale was completed, contractors began work on tens of thousands of dollars of improvements on the two-bedroom, one-bathroom home, which looks out onto a patch of orange trees. The renovations included a carport, a repaired roof, and a new fence and gates, according to city permit records and blueprints. A federal disclosure law passed after Watergate requires justices and other officials to disclose the details of most real estate sales over $1,000. Thomas never disclosed his sale of the Savannah properties. That appears to be a violation of the law, four ethics experts told ProPublica. Quote, he needed to report his interest in the sale said Virginia Carter, a former government ethics lawyer, now at the watchdog group Crew. Given the role Crow has played in subsidizing the lifestyle of Thomas and his wife, 
you have to wonder if this was an effort to put cash in their pockets. And friends, what ethics expert Virginia Carter was referencing there about how Harlan Crow was subsidizing the lavish lifestyle of Clarence Thomas and his wife, Ginny Thomas, that's based on some earlier ProPublica reporting that you probably saw about how Crow, this, you know, billionaire Republican mega donor, was lavishing millions and millions of dollars worth of private jet trips, luxury yacht excursions, $5,000 bottles of wine on Thomas and his wife. So let me say it again. Clarence Thomas robbed the American people of our right to a conflict-free Supreme Court. And friends, there seems to be little doubt. Clarence Thomas violated federal financial disclosure laws. And this is not a victimless crime. These are not victimless ethical transgressions. These are not victimless violations of federal law. This is Clarence Thomas enriching himself by exploiting his position as a Supreme Court justice. If Clarence Thomas wasn't on the Supreme Court, would Harlan Crow, this hard right, you know, mega Republican billionaire donor, would he have been lavishing millions of dollars on Clarence and Ginny Thomas, you know, for these luxury vacations, private jet trips, yacht excursions, etc.? If Clarence Thomas wasn't a Supreme Court justice, would Harlan Crow have bought properties from Clarence Thomas, including his mom's house and other properties? The house in which Clarence Thomas's mother lived at the time of the purchase and still lives. And if Clarence Thomas wasn't a Supreme Court justice, would Harlan Crow have dumped tens of thousands of dollars into improving the house where Clarence Thomas's mother lives. In a very real and direct sense, improving the lifestyle of the mother of a Supreme Court justice. The lawlessness of Clarence Thomas must be addressed. You know, friends, when Merrick Garland became Attorney General, he promised he would do everything he could to rebuild the public's faith and trust and confidence in the Department of Justice after Bill Barr damn near killed it. Well, Attorney General Garland declining or refusing to investigate Clarence Thomas for what seemed to be obvious violations of federal law is not the way to go about rebuilding our confidence in the Department of Justice. You know, the ultimate indignity is not what Clarence Thomas did to the American people. The ultimate indignity would be if the Department of Justice refused to hold accountable Clarence Thomas for what he did to the American people. Investigate the crimes of Clarence Thomas, because especially when it comes to a compromised Supreme Court justice, Justice matters. Coming up next, Glenn gives us his courtroom predictions as Donald Trump goes to trial for assault and defamation of a woman who claims he raped her. 
This is Justice Matters. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. In a few days, defendant Donald Trump will be heading to trial to face the music in New York. Will he take the stand? Here's Glenn. So friends, at long last, Donald Trump will finally find himself in a courtroom, in trial, for at least some of his transgressions. And no, I'm not talking about the 34 felony crimes for which a New York grand jury indicted him. That trial is set well off in the future. On April 25th, the defamation trial in the case of E. Jean Carroll versus Donald J. Trump will kick off in a federal courtroom in New York because the presiding judge in that case, Judge Lewis Kaplan, just rejected Donald Trump's attempts to delay that trial. Here's the latest reporting. First from CNN, headline, next week's Trump assault and defamation trial in New York City won't be delayed, judge says. And that article begins, a federal judge on Monday denied for a second time former President Donald Trump's request to delay an assault and defamation trial set to begin next week in New York. Trump's attorneys asked for the delay, saying... A cooling-off period is necessary to obtain a fair and impartial jury given the media attention around Trump's indictment on charges he falsified business records to cover up a hush money payment made to silence a past affair, which he denies. And here's how the AP reported it. A federal judge on Monday rejected Trump's lawyer's request for a one-month delay the judge saying that the former president cannot make public statements to promote pretrial publicity and then claim it's prejudicial, that very pretrial publicity is prejudicial to him and reason to delay a trial. Judge Lewis A. Kaplan in Manhattan said the civil trial on claims against Trump by a longtime columnist, E. Jean Carroll, will begin as scheduled on April 25th. Judge Kaplan rejected arguments by Trump's attorney, Joe Takapina, that Trump's recent indictment in New York State Court on criminal falsification of business records charges 
had created such a wave of negative publicity that a one-month cooling-off period was needed. Here's what the judge said to that. There was, of course, a great deal of media coverage, some of it invited and indeed provoked by Mr. Trump. First, of the apparently impending indictment, then the indictment itself, and finally the arraignment. But the connection that Mr. Trump seeks to draw between that coverage and either the need for or the effectiveness of a cooling off period is unsupported by any evidence, the judge said. Judge Kaplan said a portion of recent media coverage of Trump's indictment was of his own doing, as Trump made public statements on his social media platform, in press conferences, and in interviews. Quote, it does not sit well for Mr. Trump to promote pretrial publicity and then claim that coverage that he promoted was prejudicial to him and should be taken into account as supporting a further delay, the judge said, adding that he was also concerned that the request was a delay tactic by Mr. Trump. Quote, there is no justification for an adjournment. This case is entirely unrelated to the state prosecution, Judge Kaplan said, alluding to charges brought against Trump on the grounds that he played a role in hush money payments to two women who claimed affairs with him years before the 2016 presidential election. He has denied the affairs. In a footnote, the judge cited other legal threats Trump faces to show that a month-long delay in the trial stemming from Ms. Carroll's lawsuit could make the climate to find a jury worse rather than better. In other words, that's Judge Kaplan in substance saying to defendant Trump, you know what, Donald? Things are only going to get much worse for you from here on out. But don't you love how Donald Trump can gin up all of this publicity you know, posting threats on his social media platform, giving interviews, yelling and screaming, often in all caps, of witch hunts and political persecution. And then he goes to Judge Kaplan and says, Judge, Judge, there's so much pretrial publicity that I need a, a cooling off period. We need to delay this trial. You know, the case that has been brought against me by E. Jean Carroll. You can pretty much sum up Judge Kaplan's response to that in just two words. Pound sand. You know, friends, we will be watching this case as it kicks off on April 25th, and we will be supporting Miss Carroll, and we will be rooting for Miss Carroll in her defamation suit against Donald Trump. Because justice matters. Isn't it nice when at least some of the justice chickens finally come home to roost? Friends, as always, please stay safe. Please stay tuned. And I look forward to talking with you all again soon. For more on Glenn, go to Glenn Kirshner 2 on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. This is Justice Matters.